Blog Talk Radio. This is Jonathan Wright with the Million Dollar Mindset Podcast. Today is a very, very, very exciting day to day on the podcast, which is on the Shaylin Media Network, powered by the EAE Radio Network on hits103.com. That's H I T S. 103.com. We have the CEO, the boss, the head honcho of Geneva's Closet, which is the future of Internet shopping, and then some. She is talking swag. She is talking style. She is talking entrepreneurship, the grind, the struggle. She is talking her brand and her big moves in the future. So honored to have on the line tonight, uh, once again, um, Ms. McLean, the CEO of Geneva's Closet. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, how you doing? Yes, I'm here. Thanks for having awesome. me. Thank you. Well, you know we had to roll out the red carpet for you. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited to be talking to you today. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, once the boss calls and says, hey, listen, you know, I like this particular business model, let, you know, let's look at uh, getting her on the network, then, you know, it was nothing. I mean, you have an amazing brand. So we're going to dive right into it. Um, this is all about you today. This is your okay. chocolate, your strawberries, your flowers, your, <laughs> your massage. This is everything. So that's the cool thing okay. about being on the network. Talk a little bit about your beginning and the inspiration early on to get to, to be in the position of where you are now with this particular venture. I know you have other ventures that we'll get into, but I specifically want to talk about uh, your early vision and passion for just being a business person. Okay, so as far as just business, period? Yes. Okay, well, um, actually, me getting into business was um, something that I didn't even know that I was going to do. It's something that kind of just happened. Because actually I was working at a car dealership and um, I had been there for probably about a month doing probably like some telemarketing work, was trying to stay at the job and do what I needed to do there and actually got let go from the job. And from there um, I was like very taken back by that and, 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 and was hurt that I had lost the job because I needed to for my income. I really didn't know what to do, why I had let, um, gotten let go from the job, and that's kind of what started the whole business thing. One day I just happened to look at an email that popped up on my phone that mentioned something about property preservation work. And um, I have a family member that that, that was into property preservation work, and I kind of talked to him. Um, And um, he kind of, you know, gave me the information on what I needed to do as far as that. And then I had another family member that owns a moving company, in Chicago, and she gave me some information on that, and that's actually how I started running my own business. And then from there, I kind of started doing different things. It's amazing. No matter how many times I ask that particular question, there's always a different journey or, like, like initial start process with it. Like, like mm-hmm. everybody, everybody has, like, this is why, this is how it so-called happened. You know what I'm saying? You know, which right. is, like, really cool. And especially the fact that they let you go, you know, and the fact that, they, you know what I'm saying, like the fact that 
the fact that they let you go, the fact that they actually said, hey, listen, we're moving in another direction, you know, being that you had that level of persistence just means a lot to everything that you have going on. Now, from the from the perspective of you being like an entrepreneur and all the different hats that you wear, where did your entrepreneurial hustle and spirit come from, so to speak? Where does my experience come from? No, no. I said, where did your hustle, where did your, where did your entrepreneurship spirit and hustle come from? Like, where did that generate from? Um, it really just came from self um, wanting better. I mean, that's pretty much it in a nutshell, Jonathan. I mean, I just want more, and I always felt like I was supposed to have more in whatever situation that I was in at the time, which most likely was a struggling situation. I knew that I wasn't supposed to be there. So now that I'm into the business, I feel like that I cannot give up. I know that there's a percentage of um, small business Mm -hmm. owners that they say fall within the first few years. Well, I feel like that I can't be that person. I cannot fall. I cannot fail. No matter how hard it gets, I have to keep trying, not only for myself but for my children because I have to show them that when things get hard, you don't give up. You have to try to figure it out. And because this business thing is very important to me, right. you know, um, I'm not going to let it go so easily. So that's where the entrepreneurial um, spirit and hustle comes from, just from wanting more and knowing that I'm supposed to have more. So, you know, I just need to work at it. Right. And when I hear and in your voice you use the words, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, Mm -hmm. give up, you know, and, you know, I have to show my children why you can't quit. Now, everybody does something for a particular reason. I, you know, some people do it for their parents because that was their parents' dream, so they took on something. Some people do it because it was their lifelong dream. I mean, the fuel that burns you not to quit because you can easily go back into corporate America and just get a, you know, a very, you know, high-end, nice-paying job and just, you know, be in that world. What is the – where – is the fuel coming from, like the burning passion not to just give up and say, hey, I'm going to pack it up. Like where is that coming from? What drives you to that level? Because I hear the strength in your voice, you know, disregarding I'm not going to quit on this. This has to work. And passion is more important than intelligence, according to the Harvard Business School. I learned that back in 03. You know, you have to be passionate about what you do. So what is Mm -hmm. driving, I mean, you know, where, where are you getting all this gas from, all this fuel from? Well, probably because of certain things that have happened in my life or maybe certain things that I have heard. Okay, so one being um, just a small little story about my dad. Okay. Okay. Um, My dad passed away in 1998 at the age of 38, and I think at the time I was 20 years old, if I'm not mistaken. But um, my dad had a lot of talent. You know, like he was an artist. He knew how to draw. He was very good at with computers, Um, you know, one day he made a music box out of some electrical cords and something, some little music device that he took out of something else. So everybody always called my dad like um, the Black MacGyver because he could fix things easily. So I remember as being, when I was a child, my mom always making a comment about my dad. She would say, Geneva, your dad is like a dreamer. I mean, he has all the potential in the world to do 
a lot of things, but but he won't do it. He just sits there and he dreams about this white ticket fence and all of these things that he's going to have. Right. And and he won't do it. So, you know, so then, like I said, my dad passed away in 1998. I was 20 years old. But that's something that actually stuck with me and still sticks with me to this day. So much to the point that um, I don't like to say certain things out loud unless I feel like I'm going to do it. Because then I feel as if if, if I'm saying that I'm going to achieve it and I don't, then, Geneva, are you being the dreamer like how your dad was? And Right. And I don't want to be a dreamer. I know that everybody dreams about things they want to do and, you know, where they want to go, and, and, and that's all fine to have dreams. But if you're not executing those dreams, then it's nothing but a thought, nothing but a dream. And I don't want to be that. So that's one of the things that um, I think about in my process of, um, you know, everything that I'm doing as, as, as far as business or when I speak something out loud. Don't want to be a dreamer. I love that because what you're exhibiting is a level of a standard for yourself. And what mm-hmm. happens in business and what happens in business a lot is that people lower or drop their standards and that's why they quit. And even through failure, you can't never lower why you're doing it, you know, why you started this. You have to hold true to that. And the fact that that story that you just told about your dad and how your mom would say, hey, you know, he's just a dreamer. Those words, you know, resonate um, through your ears, like the clear sound, you know what I'm saying, on a quiet Sunday morning because that that yeah. is your feel because you don't want to be in that category. Just like the teacher mm-hmm. tells you never gonna, like the teacher tell you that you're never going to be nothing like You're a loser. You know, right. you're only going to be just a janitor. You're never going to be unless you play basketball. You know what I'm saying? So the mm-hmm. fact that you you take that and this and that fuel is flying your plane at a very high altitude and, t- and has taken you and it's still taking you places that um, I know your dad would be proud of you um, yeah. if he could be here now to physically see it himself. So that's a good thing. And I, I know you, uh, your father relationship is very sentimental because I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's a great thing. Talk about a little bit, I want to delve into some of your early challenges that really tested your faith and tested your team. Um, I always say faith and team go hand in hand because most people, some people go through trials by themselves. Most people, when they hit a rough patch, they have to bring in, circle the wagon, so to speak. Um, What were some of the early challenges for you um, in in entrepreneurship and everything of that nature? Oh, my goodness. Some of the early challenges? Well, I guess trying to figure out how to handle everything as far as business. I mean, because as far as um, going to my cousin, Derek, which is the one that owns the property preservation business, or my cousin, Pam, that owns the moving business in Chicago, um, I really didn't have nowhere. I mean, like, it was my first time ever running a business, so everything I had to figure out on my own for the most part on how to do, like how to make the website, how to hire people, how right. to my business, you know, and um, getting the people in the business and making sure that they're going to work and do what you need them to do, um, all of that. And even to this, even still to this day can be very crazy um, dealing with that and making sure that you always have the right type of help. Um, so, so, yeah, 
that's for the most part are really my challenges. So I'm not always having somebody to probably go to for business advice all the time, or especially if I'm trying to make a new move and I don't have anybody in that, you know, certain category that probably understands that, then I'm trying to do research and figure out on my own how do I advertise the business or get it going. Exactly. And I know for, you know, more businesses close than open each year, unfortunately. Um, Mm -hmm. People, you know, people have a great, everybody has an MLK, everybody has a dream. But seeing the dream to its real reality is a beast because I've I've always said when you create, when you have an idea in your head and you create a process and you put the process out there in the public and then people go and purchase your concept, that is entrepreneurship, whether you do it one time or whether you do it a million times. Somebody actually purchased something that you thought was cool. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's the coolest thing in the world. Coolest thing in the world is even if it's selling lemonade, if somebody comes out and says, I like your lemonade, I want to give you 30 cents. You know what I'm saying? It's the coolest thing in the world because somebody thinks your stuff is good. And that's a great thing. So, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're going through those trials and tribulations and trying to find the right people to hire, trying to find the right people to lean on, trying to find the right people to trust, trying to find the right people to to actually help you be better and be honest with you, uh, it's super, super tough because the people who can help you either doing their own thing and don't have time, and the people that want to help you probably will charge you too much help you from a genuine aspect. So it's a right. real yes. tricky situation. Everybody wants to be paid $100,000 to do nothing. You know, it's, right. the, nature, yeah. it's the na- nature of the beast. Um, mm-hmm. I want to yeah. <laughs> yeah, nature of the beast. I want to delve a little bit into um, Geneva's Closet and talk okay. about how this company came about, what's the premise behind it, and what's the the main advantage of your company, you know, to the public as far as people going to actually purchase? Okay. Well, um, as far as Geneva Closet, I started that maybe about a year ago on Instagram, and what it started off as was um, to just post clothes. Um, My idea of what I thought nice clothes was or um, nice fashion was, and um, I think I probably, like, took a pause for a year and then came for, for a few months and then came back. And, yes, yeah, so the reason why I did Geneva's Closet and that I named it Geneva's Closet because I like the whole idea of how girls like to go in other girls' closets and be like, girl, I love that dress. Well, look mm-hmm. at those shoes. I wear those shoes. So that's where the whole Geneva's Closet came from. I like the idea of saying, ladies, you can come and look on my Instagram page, kind of like Geneva's Closet, and get an idea of what I think is nice for fashion and what you may like. You know, come and look on here and see how the women put their clothes and everything together and the shoes and the accessories or the nails or whatever the case may be. So that's all that it was. Now, even though I've always liked fashion and I like clothes and I like to accessorize and put it together just like most women do, but that was really just a clothes hobby. But what ended up happening was women started emailing me asking me if I can put outfits together for them or if I could um, find certain outfits or maybe shoes or something for them. So from there I started thinking, mm, 
well, it must be something more into this Instagram page than me just posting clothes. Right. You know, um, women is really enjoying this. So then that's where the whole thought on, so what else should I do? And then I had a close friend that mentioned that um, maybe, Geneva, you should look into, you know, selling your own clothes. And I sat on that idea for a while just because I didn't know anything about fashion or um, clothes vendors or, like, so where am I supposed to get the clothes from? Um, how does this work? Do I just post it on Instagram? So it, it actually took me a while to build up enough courage, like, Geneva, you can do this. You know, right. you can find some outfits and, you know, build your own website or whatever the case may be and then put your own fashion out. So I'm starting to really fully get that together as far as my website. That's um, genevascloset.storeenvy.com. But right now I do have some um, fashion outfits for women because I like to say that it's for the um, mature and sexy ones. That's what, what okay. it is, you know. You know, so, yeah, that's Geneva's Closet in a nutshell. So something as simple as posting pics turned into a business. Yes. Yes, it sure did. Right. And that's exactly how it happened. And I'm surprised to this day that um, I've, you know, taken it as far as, as I have, have, like, actually buying clothes from vendors and, you know, like, I'm actually trying to do this thing, Jonathan. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So basically, and, and, and the reason why I'm laughing is because, like, it's just like we talked about earlier, it's like something in your brain turns into now an idea, you know what I'm saying, of where now, mm-hmm. you know, it's a full-blown operation. Now, just to do a small, just to do a small recap of what your, of what your company does, what Geneva's Closet, you actually market and promote products from other vendors and wholesalers, correct? Or, or just yes. other designers? That's exactly what right. I'm doing. And then I'm trying to sell my own fashion to women. So not only can women come on my Instagram page or my Facebook page, which is Geneva's Closet, and they can come and look in my closet and get an idea of um, some fashion that they probably would like to wear. But I'm also trying to sell my own fashion to women, you know, uh, dresses, uh, cute skirts, nice T-shirts that women are starting to wear mm-hmm. with the logos on. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, basically, so a a female designer or, or basically a, a female designer can contact you and say, hey, look, hey, listen, I would like to list my articles, you know, on your website. So basically at that point, you and that particular vendor have a conversation, discuss details, if it's a good fit. And at that point, they ship you the clothing to ship out or does the shipping come from them and they're just paying you just for marketing and promotion? I mean, well, if they want to ship the outfits to me and then I can find somebody to model the outfits for them and then post it on the site, I can do it that way. Or if they just want to ship the outfits to me and then I can sell the outfits for them, then, yes, we can do it that way. But I'm open to um, not not only just one thing as far as the Geneva's Clause or just posting fashion or just selling clothes. I mean, if this thing can be bigger than that and some and somebody else can come along with some other ideas for it, I'm completely open to it. I mean, because, hey, like I said, it started off with just me posting some clothes on Instagram, like it just being a hobby. So the fact that it's, you know, now women emailing me, asking me to put 
outfit together for them. Hey, I'm open to anything, Jonathan. So, yeah. Okay, because the reason why I said that, because I know um, with the Talk to Shaylin brand, we have so many people that we interview, so many businesses that we service, you know, helping people with social media, marketing, product placement. So the reason I'm asking that, because I know so many designers out there, I, I'm always interviewing the next big thing. And to have a website like yours, really, you're like a, to me, you, you to me it's like a swagged out eBay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the reason, you know, to me, you know what I'm saying? It's like to me like a swagged out eBay. And the reason why I say that is because you put the fly stuff up there, and you don't have to worry about trying to bid. Right. Yes. You know, yes, it's exactly. like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you know you don't even have to worry about bidding. It's like boom. So. Definitely, we could talk again off air about that, just regarding okay. different ways that we can, you know, help you to actually bring in that traffic and and just target people and put together a nice little, you know, promo run package. Now, I'm on your website right now. Now, do you want to give the listeners your website right now for, for Geneva's Closet? Because I want to talk about some of your articles real quick. Okay, Geneva's Closet that I have um, – Okay, well, yeah, on Instagram, it's just Geneva's Closet, so that's G-E-N-E-V-A-S, Closet, C-L-O-S-E-T-T, and then it's the same thing on Facebook. On Facebook, you can find me at Geneva's Closet also. And then um, our website where I'm selling fashion is Geneva's Closet dot store envy, that's S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com, yes. That's where I am right now. I'm at storeenvy.com forward slash stores forward slash 695307 hyphen Geneva hyphen S hyphen closet. That's where I am right now. So yeah. I'm actually I'm actually looking at your products right now. And let me tell you, this Aaron's black T-shirt cotton dress, fire. Yes. Love it. <laughs> I love this dress right here. I'm just going to say you. that now. That's, that's all top. That's all top. And the mop, and, and it's not just because of the model. The dress is so on fleek. Okay, okay, right there. Okay, so that you're not the, saying that just because of the model. Okay. No, no, no. Because I mean, <laughs> that's whatever. Because you, you gotta be first of all to market a product. You gotta have the right person to market a product. I don't believe you. This dress only works with a with a curvaceous type person. I wouldn't put right. a supermodel in this dress anyway. It doesn't fit. Right. So it's not about yeah. the size. Of, you know what I'm saying? It's just modeling to me is the right person, not because how hot it is. It, the outfit looks hot. The way she's posing is great. And everybody want to know it's called the Aaron's Black Tea Cotton Dress. This is something you definitely want to put on a tweet blast and tweet this out because you would definitely get responses on this for sure. Definitely, 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 definitely. Um, Thank you so much, Jonathan. Oh no problem. Well, I'm a I'm a fashionable person, so you know. Okay. I yeah, I'm 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 always swagged out. But it's <laughs> it's the crispy white, you know, button up with some nice jeans and some and some and some nice, right. you know, Kohan slippers or whether I'm rocking whatever, you know, it, it can right. be whatever. Now, now your Angela's gray sleeveless sleeveless um one piece jumpsuit. I love that. Yeah. The reason why I like this particular outfit, I'm going to tell you why I like this outfit. I'm going to tell you why you got to push this particular item. 
this outfit is casual enough to wear to the mall, but also casual enough to wear to a party. You know, they're not too over casual or what you can wear to a party because it gets got that kind of flavor to it. It's got like a yeah. all year round type vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Yeah. That could definitely work. I like that work. outfit too. That's one of my I favorite outfits. Do. I know <laughs> you do because I like it. I know you do because I like it. Now, some Thank of the you. response, yeah, definitely, some of the response from people was vibing on, like this um, Leah's white knee length cotton. This is an underrated mm-hmm. outfit. This this is so underrated. I wish the picture was a little different. The picture mm-hmm. doesn't do the picture doesn't do justice to the outfit. I will say that, and I mean that in a very nice way. You know, oh yeah, picture, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that can be done with this picture because the dress is on point. Like this, this is a this is a dress one of the hair by Shailene models will wear, literally. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, definitely. So it's like. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy right now. Like I can see one of her girls that you know that that rocks the hair definitely went outfit. It's on point, definitely. Now I'm bragging Thank on you. you for the next. I'm bragging on you for the next five minutes. I'm giving you a lot of shameless plugs here just to <laughs> let you know. Okay. Now the other outfit I like, which I think is definitely good, is the Tiffany's sexy blue sleeveless. The sexy blue mm-hmm. sleeveless is definitely something. That's got that going out feel to it. It's, none of the clothes are over the top, which is what I like. None of them right. over the top. They're all mm-hmm. in po- in pocket to where we're trying to go with it as far as the look. Right. I like that. Um, very important um, as regards to that is concerned and everything like that. So I think that's good as far as that's concerned. I love that as well. And the other okay. outfit I want to comment on quickly is your is your um uh Jasmine sexy sleeveless. I think that's a yeah. hot look right there. Um yeah. I think it's a good look. I think I think you know, from an imagery aspect, I would definitely put that into a going out type scene because that would have been a hot pick for that. Because to me, when I look at something, the imagery, my eyes take me somewhere. You mm-hmm. know, that's what you know what I'm saying? It's just like when people hear something they say, Oh, I need that. I wanna buy that but like the infomercial, when I look at certain things, it just runs. That's why the outfit with the lady with the um, gray sleeveless, I caught on to it because she's walking around, she outside. I'm thinking an all around look. And right. This, mm-hmm. this and this Tia sexy gray two piece. That's a straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that. That's that HBCU look. I'll rename that whole joint. Tia sexy gray two. <laughs> That's that. Look, that's that. That's that. H. That's that. I would take. I would get a college and brand okay. that. That's that. Bethune Cookman two piece for sure. Okay. I'm telling you okay. right now. That's that's crazy okay. right there. That's okay. it. Because that's because when I look at that, I think college. That's a college outfit for sure. Uh-huh. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This that H. This that HBCU look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, historically beautiful. College is something, you know what I'm saying? So it's like right. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling that. So anyway, yeah, I'll give you more of my ideas offline because you. <laughs> okay. Just you know, Hello? when it comes to that, yeah, Mike, can you hear me? 
Okay, yeah. yes, yes, I can hear you. Yeah, so everything's there. So you got great products. Um, you have a great situation here. Very happy about a lot of the things um, that we see there. And the good thing about it is um, these products are so, you know, so all year round. Everything can be worn at any given time. There's no, well, only wear this when it's cold. Only wear this right here. So it's totally different. So definitely excited about that. And um, after this commercial break, I want to delve into uh, a couple of things regarding um, where your other businesses. I want to talk about that, and also, okay. and also about special promotions maybe that you have coming up, and special things you have coming up uh, for the Geneva's Closet. How frequently you get product in just so people can really get accustomed to it. I want to take two commercial breaks right now. Two sponsors of our show today. The first sponsor of our show is St. Patrick's Rice. People, everybody grew up eating rice. If you grew up in any household in America, St. Patrick's Rice, gourmet rice, is a delicious parboiled long grain rice that your whole family will enjoy. Now, this is one of the highest-rated family-owned and operated grain companies in the United States, people. St. Patrick's Rice. Go to www.stpatricksrice.com and purchase the best rice in the world, people. That's stpatricksrice.com, stpatricksrice.com. Purchase the best rice in the world. Low sodium, highest quality, ships out within 48 hours. You will have your package. And they got the best deals in the world. Recipes on the website. Do not miss it. Our second sponsor for the day is Hair by Shaylin. It's one of the it's one of the top 100% human hair distribution companies in the United States. A completely minority-owned company. Their hair is 100% natural and unprocessed human hair. All their products are thoroughly inspected to ensure top quality. Google them, YouTube them, nothing negative, all positive reviews across the board. Everybody from Canada all the way down to Mexico has experienced their hair. Treat, they treat your hair as their own. That's the difference, the intimate relationship. Speak to the CEO of the company directly when you got questions. More than that, it's about you. This is about your look. This is about your brand. So you can straighten it, curl it, or braid it. The results will be the same. Beautiful hair. Go to Hair by Shaylin, H-A-I-R-B-Y-C-H-E-L-Y-N-N.com. That's H-A-I-R-B-Y-C-H-E-L-Y-N-N.com and purchase the best hair in the business by Hair by Shaylin. You would not regret it. You would not regret it at all. There's never been a return on product ever. Unlike some companies. Again, on the podcast tonight, we have CEO, the boss, the head honcho, Shy Carter, as Diddy and Prince Montana <laughs> would say. Geneva. Her mama hey. called her Geneva. Uh, my mom yes. and daddy called Geneva McLean, <laughs> CEO of Geneva's Club, and doing big things out here in the Shy Town area. Now, your business is actually located in, in Illinois, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, Illinois. Right, and what part of Illinois? Well, actually, um, in McHenry County, Illinois, I'm actually located in a small town about two hours away from Chicago called Woodstock. So, yes, I'm located okay. in Woodstock, Illinois, but I was born and raised in Chicago, yes. 
Absolutely. So you're a Bears fan, you're a Bulls fan. I'm a big Bears fan. I got friends and family in Northbrook. I actually just left on Rosemont out there. I was just out there. Uh, Did you say sports, Jonathan? I'm sorry? Yeah, I said sports. I'm a big Bears fan. My big Bears fan, minus minus Jay Cutler. Definitely. Okay. I don't know anything about the sports, so I can't even <laughs> have that conversation with you. Now, we were probably talking about maybe some um, politics or something like that, and uh, I could probably have that conversation with sports. I'm completely gone. <laughs> no, problem. Know. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I'm, I'm going to bring you up to speed. I'm going to email you a bunch of stuff over the weekend. You'll be good to go okay. by Monday. All right. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Now, I want to delve into it. Now, um, G, I want to delve uh, delve into um, how frequently do you kind of update your pages when it comes to product? Do you, I mean, like, is it more so? Do you give each product like a monthly run or a weekly run? Like, how how often do you refresh your buffet? Well, as far as my Instagram page and my um, my Instagram Geneva's Closet and the Facebook Geneva's Closet. I post clothes on there almost on a daily basis, sometimes twice a day, just to give, just like I said, because it's my closet, so I just want to fill it up as much as I can and give women something to kind of go through. But as far as my website, which I just put up maybe about a month ago, I am still in the process of trying to get that going because the outfits that's on there is not all of the outfits or the shoes that I have. And what I wanted to do more so with the website is kind of make it a little bit more, um, well, I have a 16-year-old daughter. Her name is Jasmine, and she's like my editor. She videotapes everything and she edits everything. So what I kind of wanted to do was have someone model the clothes and it'd be more of um, them wearing the clothes, kind of move it, moving around, and then post that on Instagram so women can kind of see how the outfit flows and kind of get, get an idea of it more like that. And plus, because I haven't really seen anybody on Instagram doing that. So that's something that I really mm-hmm. wanted to do. My plan is to revamp things and actually get the, more of my um, fashion on the website. So, you know, it's more of a selection for the women. Absolutely. Okay. I understand that totally. Well, you know, the fact that you have, you know, your support team putting together the different pieces of the puzzle to make it all work is great. And once again, we know that it's a growing, emerging business. But the thing, again, this is such a swag that eBay, this thing is going to continue to grow so fast because (laughs) – you know, I'm, I'm for real because people people always want instant gratification. And when mm-hmm. I go to your and when I go to your website, if I go to Store Envy, I see eighty percent of the items on here I like. Versus scrolling okay. through hundreds of pages of things on eBay or Amazon trying to find out what I like. If mm-hmm. you are selling the the best kept secret. That's what you need to. That that's a that's a that's a line right there. You selling the best kept secret. Okay. Mhm. Right yeah. here every time. That's what the closet yeah. thing is all about. Am I right or wrong? Yes. You're yes yes Jonathan. You are completely right. Yeah. You selling the best kept secrets when it comes to uh, fashion and style and swag. I mean, you are because people can come here and see real creative clothing and the next big thing, you know, when it comes to, oh, I need that outfit. And most of all, 
you're selling exclusive pieces. That's mm-hmm. a, that, you know, the, you know, that's a great dynamic. Now, this is one of many of your brainchild, um, brain children, so to speak. It's uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a proper way to say that. Now, what other business ventures do you have cooking in the Geneva Empire? I know you got other businesses that you do. Word in the street, you got like a hundred companies. <laughs> well, I kind of look at Geneva's closet as being the girly side of me. That's the part of the business that allows me to be a girl and to talk about fashion and clothes and shoes and makeup. But um, my first business that I ever started. It's called okay. Just Quality Movers, and that's Just Quality Movers, M-O-V-E-R-Z. And I actually started that business about four years ago, like I said earlier, with the help of my cousin, Pam, that owns her own moving business in Chicago. Um, that um, I kind of met up with her one day. Um, a friend of mine told me that I should go meet up with her one day. We met up, and probably for not even two hours, and I got the information that I got from her, came home, did my own research, and with $100 to my name, started Just Quality Movers. So what that is, is it's a moving company where um, I have movers, moving trucks. We provide moving services in all of Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, really trying to do the northwest suburbs, you know, so we do Iowa and things like that, um, Ohio, whatever. And, uh, yeah, we provide moving services from one location to the next. So if you live in um, Chicago, Illinois, but you're trying to move to Indiana, we can provide that for you. So, and um, I first started running that business, running this business by myself, but now I have my right-hand man. He's the president of the business. His name is Chad. Really helps me out a lot as far as dealing with the movers and making sure everything is going on like clockwork, like it's supposed to be as far as smooth, because it can be a lot sometimes dealing with a whole lot of men. I mean, because it's just me, one woman, dealing with a lot of men and trying to make sure that everyone do what they're supposed to do. Because when it comes to moving people furniture items, the customers are not playing games. Like, they do not want their furniture destroyed, which I completely understand. So, oh, yeah. so I have, you know, so I have that business, just quality movers. And um, But why I was in the process, or I had already started that business, but um, I have another business that I was in the process of trying to start at that same time, which, like I said, I got help from my cousin Derek which owns his property preservation, was Just Quality Services, which is kind of like the mother of Just Quality Movers because with Just Quality Services, we have the moving company and property preservation. So for people that don't know what property preservation is, that's taking care of foreclosed homes. So if the bank or the owner of the home um, is trying to get the home back on the market, a lot of the time after the um, – Tenant, previous tenant moved out. Sometimes they left a lot of furniture in the home or damaged the home or, you know, they um, maybe the locks need to be changed. Maybe there's some windows busted out that, needed, that needs to be boarded. Well, that's where, where I step in. They contact me, and um, I can send some people out there to handle that for them, to try to get their property um, back in good standing so they're able to get it out on the market. Now, I was really doing that business full-fledged at first, but I've kind of stepped back a little bit from it, so I still do it, just not as much, just because I have so much um, so much other things going on. So 
I still do it, but just step back from it just a tad bit. But, yeah, um, I have that. And um, and also what goes in that is cleaning. So we also provide cleaning services, and that's also with the moving company, too. Moving and property preservation provide cleaning services. So, yes, I do work with women sometimes. And um, besides that, I kind of just started, Jonathan, this whole thing that I call Fit Chick lifestyle. Now, what that is, is about a year ago, I um, started getting into fitness, you know, because I have four children, ranging from the age of 20 to 10, and um, I needed, you know, and I felt like I wanted to get my body back together from so many, you know, from having children and not always eating, you know, you know, so then I started getting into that, (laughs) you know, so... I wanted to, like, inspire other women to want to work out too and eat healthy and understand that trying to lose weight is not just about losing weight. It really is a full lifestyle change. So I started this whole lifestyle change, which consisted of me changing the way that I eat, starting to read labels. Um, And I actually got my 14-year-old daughter, Maya, involved in it because now she makes workout videos with me. So I have a Facebook page that's... I have a Facebook page that's called Fit Chick Lifestyle, lifestyle being one word. And on there you can find um, I post things about food and exercise and health. And there's, um, yeah, there, there's also um, a few workout videos, one being one that me and my daughter put together, you know, to try to, you know, help people get out there and not feel like they have to always go to the gym. You know, you may not have money to go to the gym, all the time, but you can walk or you can go to the park. There's exercises you can do at the park. There's things you can do at the home. I understand people have children. So, yeah, so those are, for the most part, the things that I'm currently working on. I mean, well, besides that, I definitely have some other things that I'm trying to work on, too, but these are the main things right now. Got it. And we definitely understand that everything from Geneva's closet, fashion, and everything from, you know, your moving business, which is what you started, and everything over to, you know, fitness and helping people to get back into that realm and get back healthy. That's something people always going to – people always going to struggle with moving. People always going to struggle with trying to find the right outfit. People always going to struggle with trying to lose weight because everything's a mind thing. You know, the eyes – Everything's a mind thing. And nobody likes to move. Nobody likes to help anybody move. I haven't met any, yeah. none of my friends love to help anybody move. And neither do I. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, you tell, when you tell somebody you got to move, that's what that's a true sign of this is my friend. <laughs> because we yeah. don't do it. Real exactly, talk. right. Yes, because uh, moving can definitely be, be hard. But what I try to tell my movers, Jonathan, or what I like to let them know just in case they try to say anything, is that the very first move that I ever had with this moving business, I did it. Me and and a guy that I hired went and moved. And before I even started this moving business, practically everywhere that I moved from, I went in there like a man helping to move. And I'm nothing but about 5'4", maybe 140 pounds. But, you know, so that's just to say that they cannot say anything because I let them know really quick that if I, as a female, can go in there and help and right along with the men help pick some stuff up, then I know you can. But, yes, moving can definitely <laughs> be very hard and strenuous, and sometimes my movers can work, you know, 8 to 13-hour days because it can really go that long. So, yes, the moving business or to be a mover 
it's not for everybody. No. No, it's a special it's a special kind of situation for sure. Yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. for sure. You gotta be built when they say you gotta be built for it, you really <laughs> truly gotta be built for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because because again, that is not something that people look at it and be like, Hey, let's let's do it. Let's dive all in. It is never never, 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 never pleasant at all. Now I wanna delve yeah, that's into true. Definitely. I want to delve into when you look at the three businesses you have going on right now, um, and I'm not going to say the corny stuff, five years from now, one year from now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, that's one thing I want a million-dollar mindset. And just so everybody understands, the million-dollar mindset is not about how much money you make. It's about preparing yourself for a million-dollar lifestyle mentally. Because <laughs> certain people right. who achieve certain things, certain people – who achieve certain things in life, they have a mentality, how they wake up in the morning, what they put in their body, how they exercise, what books they read, you know, do they meditate, you know, do they, who they go to for advice. It's not about how much you achieve in life dollar mile wise. It's all mm-hmm. about, it is all about the way you prepare yourself for life's challenges. Now, what I want to get into, because, you know, definitely wind down the podcast, and by the way, you've been an excellent guest. On the show. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. Nah, nah, no problem. I'm just just trying to keep my job for another day. So listen, <laughs> you know, my boss is straight. She'll drop the ham in a minute. <laughs> so, Deborah, when you see it in Chicago, put in a good word for me. So, I sure will. Yeah. I sure will. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, let's talk about how do you prepare yourself mentally? Like, like, what's part of, give us some of your secrets of your regimen. Like, you meditate, you pray a lot, gym. Like, just tell us some of your things you do to keep on top of your game. I'm not saying you're perfect. I'm not saying everything you do is right. I want to hear some things you're doing well, and I want to hear some things you feel like you need to work on. Because all those things help people. Because everybody's going through the same struggle. It's just like going to, right. it's just like going, it's just like talking to some people who try, you know, like, as far as like who you're trying to have to lose weight. If you used mm-hmm. to be big, then you can relate. Just because you're skinny right. doesn't mean you can't relate. So, you know, talk about some things you're doing, some things you do fundamentally to help you. Maybe it's a certain style of organization you maintain. And then talk about a few things that maybe you feel like you know you got to improve to get to that next level. That may not a mindset. Right. Well, um, some of, I mean, well, for me, because I am a thinker, you know, um, some people would call me reserved, would call me quiet. They would probably say that I was shy, but um, they would only say that because they don't know me. Um, I'm one of the types of people that in a room full of people, I'm not the loud one. I kind of sit there and observe things. So I'm just really a thinker. So for me, especially when my day has been crazy or I'm stressed out about something, I just need to sit down and have a moment to myself. Just go in my room, close the door, and allow me to sit there and process what's happened process today, because to be perfectly honest with you, this is something that I have said. Matter of fact, I think I posted posted this before on my regular Facebook page, that this business is one of the most rewarding things that I have done, comma, this business is one of the most hardest things I've ever done. And, you know, I really mean that besides trying to take care of my children, like, this is hard. 
you know, because I have good days and bad days, like days that everything just goes perfect and then days where everything goes bad and then I sit there and which I'm pretty sure a, a, a lot of people do, whether you're an entrepreneur or just a regular person or a parent or whatever the case may be, question myself, like, Geneva, are you doing the right thing? Do you know what you're doing? Is this the business you should have got into? You know, I second-guess myself a lot. But, you know, what then brings me back is through prayer. It's um, praying to God, praying to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because even though everything may not be perfect, I appreciate that I have came so far than where I was five years ago. Because if somebody would have asked me five years ago, five years ago, like when I was working at the car dealership, Geneva, did you think that you would be running a business? Do you think you will? I would say absolutely not. Absolutely not, not at all. I mean, so this is furthest from what I ever thought that I would be doing, but through prayer, knowing that things will get better, knowing that I'm supposed to have more and just having space. And, you know, that's sometimes um, people don't want to hear that all the time. You know, that could be a little cliche to have faith that everything will be okay. And, you know, people don't want to hear that sometimes. But the truth of the fact, um, the truth of the matter is you have to have faith. You have to believe without a shadow of a doubt that things will get better and that period point blank, you have to believe without a shadow of a doubt that things will get better. You just have to have that faith. So, yeah, but what I do need to work on is second-guessing myself because that's the thing that sometimes um, can stop me from getting the reward that's there for me to get because I'm, like, talking myself out of it or I'm thinking that I right. can't do it or it's just something new to me that I'm not used to, then, of course, I'm scared about it because um, I don't have any degrees and, you know, no degrees in business. I mean, I got my GED at 18 years old. I had my first child at 17. I mean, I had four children by the time I was, what, Am I late 20s? I mean, so I mm. have really done all the things that people would think that I have all the odds stacked up against me that I would just, you know, not have a business and, you know, would have fell flat on my face and still be struggling. And today things are still a struggle. But I pray. I go off to myself and stop and think about things. And like I said, just have faith that uh, things get better. It will, and because my plan, Jonathan, is not to be rich. So back when you were talking about it's not always about the money, and I completely agree with that because my whole plan for my life is not to be rich. I don't need to live in a mansion or have a yacht or a boat or, you know, um, I kind of don't even want that because I feel like if you have that, if you have everything, then what do you have to look forward to? No, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to know that everything is okay as far as me and my kids and, you know, hopefully everybody's health is okay and then I can just be comfortable. So that's what I see for myself later on. So, yeah. Well, and I want to go back and and just touch on something very briefly regarding the college degree. You know, 80% mm-hmm. of all millionaires do not have a college degree. So, okay. you know, you don't need a degree to be passionate and to uh-huh. be a real positive hustler. So, you know, that's not necessary. What's necessary 
is it's a will of a person, not so much a skill of a person that gets you there. Because right. there, are more edu- there are more educated failures in the world than anything else. Most people, That's who have a vi- yeah. most people have a vision and they have a great company. They put they put degree people around them just to keep them up with relevant information for things that can help make the brand better. But nothing can dismiss the vision of it all. I know the CEO of our company, um, and she, you know, she has an amazing story. Uh, somebody comes from a struggle and, you know, grows a business that, you know, businesses that consumes over six figures. So, you know, that's okay. a, you know what I'm saying? So, but that's a started from the bottom, now we hear type mentality, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like, okay. you know, she, you know, because it's not just one thing, it's everything, you know, so we definitely mm-hmm. applaud you on that, we definitely applaud you on that. Thank you. And, oh, no, definitely, no doubt about it, because, once again, it's about, it's about knowing where you're going, and when you do hit a bump in a row, understanding why you hit the bump, and then making adjustments, mm-hmm. because you're going to hit another bump, and another bump, the key is, in life, don't keep running to the same pothole. Because uh-huh. what that because what that means is you don't know where you're going. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you definitely lot, need to so, try to learn from your mistakes, and it's sometimes hard because people do keep doing the same things over and over again. Because I know I have, but um, I also know that the older that I've gotten, the more that I've learned and understand things and. Like I said before, I'm completely different than the person that I was five or ten years ago. But, yeah, yeah, that's true, Jonathan. Absolutely. And, again, you know, with this whole process is that, you know, people, some everybody, the road of entrepreneurship is long, narrow, and cramped. Only a few people uh-huh. really make it. Only a few people really travel down a road to be successful. You think about it, right? Fully, you know, closes up. The average person on the job, if you make thirty-five, forty thousand dollars a year, you know, you can technically survive. You can, you can uh-huh. take care of your rent. You can get a decent car. No, if you don't live beyond your means, that's that's the real key. Because everybody uh-huh. want to drive a Beamer. Everybody want to drive a forty thousand dollar car, making forty thousand dollars yeah. a year, which, which technically uh-huh. doesn't make sense, but we do it because we think we're never going to lose that job until we lose it. So, uh-huh. you know, but if you think about it, if, you know, the average person sending me $40,000 a year on a job after taxes and 401K and chipping in Social Security, what they bring home, X amount. Uh-huh. I, I always ask people, can you replace what you're making on your own, doing your own thing versus a regular job? And some people say, I can't. Some people say, I never thought of it like that. Some people need that safety net. However you however you measure the process, only you know what you're able to overcome and achieve. But that's really your uh-huh. measure stick you versus normal society. You know what I'm saying? So which is right. you know, which is that. Some people need to go to work in order to afford a certain lifestyle. Some people, you know, wanna do their own thing, whether it be driving for Uber or, you know, working for the state. But the right. thing I like about but the thing I like about you is that you take ownership of your dreams and I applaud you for that. We applaud you at the Shaylin Media Network and the Talk to Shaylin Radio Network, which is powered by EAE Radio on hits103.com, H I T S 
Radio103.com. For everybody, this podcast will be available there again, so you can replay it. Just go to Hits103.com. Smoking information today. I think we got a new partnership coming up between Shaylin, hair about Shaylin, Geneva's closet. We definitely need to get a promo yeah. code. We got to get some no. promo codes for for um, for uh, talk to Shaylin and hair about Shaylin custom because she got people that could definitely get the clothes and type in that promo code because we can promote that for sure. Hair and clothes all day long. Yes, yes, and and thank you so much. Talk to Shaylin. I mean. Is she listening, Jonathan? <laughs> she is. She is listening. She's always listening. She's like a okay. She's more, okay. She's more so like a wizard of Oz. I don't see her that much, but she's always listening. So she'll chime in and you know tweet some or send a threatening message on on over text. And now that's all. Now that's all good. Now she's a great person. She's really. Um, she started this whole network, launched this whole radio network because she wanted to interview dynamic brands and give a voice to companies and people that were uh, doing great things in that community and leaving positive footprints. And we got a lot of amazing hosts on the network. We have people like um, uh, Colette, who runs uh, KN Demand News. We have April Mm -hmm. who has a love, life, and fabulousness show. We have, you know, everybody uh, from Akila Speaks. She's our young, she's our young gunner. I mean, we got everybody. I mean, we got so Mm -hmm. many different people on our network that are doing different things. So it just it's just real positive. But she is listening though. Just to answer your question again. She is listening. Okay, well, you know, I have to say, I mean, I'm pretty sure you probably would have gave me time to say it, but first I want to say thank you so much, Jonathan and um everybody at Million Dollar Mindset. I mean, because I definitely feel comfortable today. I was nervous about talking, but I feel fine. And then I want to give a shout out to talk to Shaylin for even um, considering to have me on here. I mean, like I said, I was shocked that she wanted me on here to talk about my businesses. So I very much appreciate that. And um, Renegade Revolt and Kay and Demand News, Kay called me yesterday and talked to me and made me feel comfortable about today. So I appreciate every single last one of you. I really do. Well, we appreciate you, and that's what this podcast is all about. That's why Shaylin started this. You know, she wanted to 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 have that platform. And you and I will talk again offline about other things that we can do to help promote. I want to definitely want to get together some promo codes for Hair by Shaylin. So when people go on there, you know, that will drive people there to have that. Okay. And just talk about some other brand and stuff because you got a great concept. And there's many ways that we can help, you know what I'm saying, you and us and everybody else. So tonight, people, we have Geneva McLean, CEO, Ball Shot Caller, Geneva's Closet. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for being a part of the business society. You're affecting so many positive relationships out there. We look forward to having you again on. God bless. Good night. Thank you. Bye.